The Giants Auto Podcast is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Where's Jeff Fiegel's? It's special teams day. On this episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast, we're going to talk to the Giants' three specialists, Graham Gano, Casey Kreider, and Jamie Gillen. Of course, Graham Gano is a veteran place kicker, Mr. Reliable, been in the league for a very long time. Jamie Gillen enters as the Giants' punter this year, second year for him. And then you have Casey Kreider, the Giants' veteran long snapper who does a really good job. And, you know, those guys are a lot of fun. I had fun talking to them about special teams, and I think I asked some interesting questions, but I'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, we're going to lead off first... Let's go Jamie Gillen. He'll be first up here, the Giants punter, right here on the Giants Little Podcast. Now we're joined by Giants punter Jamie Gillen. Jamie, how are you, man? Good. How are you doing? Good. What was your offseason like? Did you go back home at all? What did you do? Uh, I didn't go back home. Went to uh, back to Cleveland, packed up uh, some stuff, and uh, found a place to live uh, out here, which was a little harder than usual. But uh, The market's not great. <laughs> oh, it's crazy around here. So it was good. Got the bam bam together just had our first kid three weeks ago oh congratulations yeah so we're uh everything's kind of coming together you don't look that tired it's not too bad <laughs> yeah i have a one-year-old right. home so trust me i get it it's 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 fun but it's a challenge yeah absolutely <laughs> that's awesome man so now that you've been it's the second you were t-mac now i'm mm-hmm. sure he gave you you know homework assignments or whatever when mm-hmm. when you left in january what were some of the things that he wanted you to work on and that you were trying to work on while you were away before you know ota started uh, honestly, the same stuff that we've uh, we always talk about, just being consistent as a punter. You know, if you have five punts, going four or five or five, exactly where you want to do it. Um, definitely uh, working on our plus fifty punts as well. Uh, hitting my eight to ten yard line because I got a, a little bit too aggressive on a couple last year um, that we could have back. Um, but just always talking about fundamentals in the process, a uh, big word he uses Kaizen, which is active continuous improvement, as he says. So just fundamentals for me in the process is huge, which is little things, catching the ball in front of you, ball to foot contact, all that good stuff. What's your goal? That's a good question. If, if you're trying to pin a, pin a team, right, you're, you're punting from your own, you know, they're 45 and you can mm-hmm. put it where you want, right? It's not a distance issue. It's a placement issue. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you happy if a guy catches a fair catch? If he catches it, the nine is that good? What's yeah. your goal? Uh, my goal is always between the 10 and 8-yard line. Okay. Um, and if they let it drop, then our gunners should be down there. Because um, if you can kick it, you know, from the 45-yard line to the 10-yard line, that's what a 35 yard punt yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with over four seconds of hang. So we should have players around it because um, then you're walking away with good full position there. Obviously, everybody wants to get the punt inside the five, but you know, we've got great vice players out there and it makes it trickier with the weather and stuff like that too. So 10 or eight is kind of my goal. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. How much do you work on the alternate punts, for lack of a better term, like the like the boomerangs where mm-hmm. it takes crazy spins or try to get guys mm-hmm. to fumble it and stuff like that. How much is that something you actively work on, or do you just try to keep your kicks uniform? Um, I, I work on it. Uh, it's it makes it a little bit more difficult when we play in the Meadowlands with, with the those wind, kind of right? stuff. Yeah, um, I bit the bullet hard on one of them last year. Uh, hit one of those boomerangs and got caught up in whatever it was up there and dropped really short. So. Uh, I think it's more just choosing, don't, not getting too greedy. I mean, if I just hit an end over end punt to the ten yard line, you know that's a great job. And you go off the field, so they get this got like got to have it situations or 
uh, let's say the weather's doing well, or you're indoors. It's just certain things that as I'm learning over the years is when is the correct time to use it. I imagine like game situation and score too is part of that too, right? Exactly. Like if you're down a couple of scores and you're like, look, we, we need a turnover here, then you might be willing to take a chance on something right. like that, right? Exactly. That's interesting. Talk about the mechanics now. It's second year with Casey as the long snapper, Gano as your field goal kicker, as the holder. How has that kind of been, you know, learning how that mechanics is supposed to work and, and kind of where are you guys with all that? Uh, same as last year. Uh, we, as you've seen us three get along really well, which is a big part. So yep. I like to hang out. We're always talking about it. We take, we hold each other accountable for everything. Um, and just making sure Graham's happy with what's going on because in the field goal, that's the most important part. So me and Casey, uh, work together all the time and that kind of stuff. And, uh, all seems to be good, but you know, we'll see what happens when training camp comes in, but it's kind of like riding a bike. Once it's all back together, you're, you're, you're cruising, you know? Jamie, good stuff, man. Always a pleasure talking to you, my Cheers. man. Thanks, mate. The Giants Huddle is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. From game day to every day, Citizens is made ready for Giants fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at citizensbank.com. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with Citizens, so go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? Now we're joined by Giants long snapper, Casey Kreider. Casey, how are you, man? I'm great. It's uh, nice to be chatting again. Absolutely. So how was your offseason, man? What'd you do? It was good. Anything we, fun? Uh, we didn't have to move this offseason. So the last <laughs> the last couple of years, we move in houses between Iowa and New Jersey. Um, so that was nice, but but it was a, it was a good offseason. Got, got some good training in and spent some time with the kids. You still have a place back in Iowa? No, we, we ended up selling that last year. That was the big nice. transition last year, obviously, going on four years here with the Giants. So... We're uh we're full time New Jersey residents now. Congratulations! Yeah, unfortunately that comes with the state taxes, which we could talk about that <laughs> in a different program. But um, how have you kind of uh, approached this year? Now that you've kind of found some consistency here with the Giants year to year, I think every year is just about improving what you can improve on. Um, and, and if and if you're not, obviously you're you're losing what you've built. So I, I'm just excited. I think we we started doing a couple things different here and there last year. Um, towards the end of the year, kind of throwing some wrinkles in. Um, and we were tested in a lot of different areas on special teams. And I think we're excited to see see where the game goes this year. For the untrained eye for fans, you talk about some wrinkles. It's something. What are some of the things they might notice when you see you guys doing some things differently with maybe some wrinkles? I think I think towards the back half of the year, heading into that playoff, the playoff games, we, we ran into a bunch of teams that like to rush punts, and, and specifically speaking punt because it's one of the two things I do. Um, you know, we, we kind of just threw in different different. Um, like I said, wrinkles here and there, maybe to like make schemes, it look like, like something. Like okay. Yeah, maybe it looked like something we had done previously, but it was a little different now. I think it's, like you said, to people who don't follow it as closely, there's a lot of gamesmanship just like on offense and defense. You know, when you think about um, Wink, you know, a lot of his pressures look the same from the start, and at the end they're completely different. And that happens on special teams too a lot. Interesting. You talk about special teams as a group. Spring's always hard. You know, team there's like 90 guys here. You don't know what guys are going to be on the roster. Team Max trying to figure out who goes in what spots and all that sort of stuff. So just talk to me a little bit about the, you know, process of figuring out the special teams groups a little bit, and, and especially in terms of, you know, like punk coverage, because you're down on punk coverage, obviously, and figuring out what guys go where and just kind of getting the guys in the right spots when, frankly, there's just so many bodies here in the spring. Yeah, I think it's just more about getting to know your teammates um, not more than just like them being your teammates get to know them on a personal level because 
you know, when you're out there on special teams, whether it's a kickoff, kickoff return, punt or punt return, right. uh, field goal and field goal block too, a lot of times guys are exhausted. They're tired. And, and when you have a deeper connection than, hey, I'm just your teammate, you're willing to go the extra mile. And I think this is the time of year where you get to do that. Um, you, you work on your techniques and, and you learn the scheme and you get the young guys in here. Um, but more than anything, it's just build, building those relationships. Where have you seen progress from, from Jamie as he's here with the Giants for second year trying to work on some of his craft? I think it's it's Jamie is is awesome. He works hard, and Jamie is Jamie. And I think more than anything, it's it's just about him doing what he does best, myself setting him up for success, and then us as a unit finding how, how can we make ourselves maximize what we have and what we're good at. But I love Jamie and Graham. Obviously, been with Graham for a couple of years here now, yep. and going into the second year with Jamie is going to be awesome. You know, working with Graham, he, he just, it, it, I know he works hard at it, but he's almost kind of a natural, right? Because I've had him in this chair, and I've talked to him. He goes, yeah, I don't really work on, like, specific technique. Yeah, I just go out there. I kick. It feels good. And what is it like working with him and the mechanics of it in terms of making sure all the timing is right with you, Jamie, and Graham on those field goals and extra points? Yeah, I think, again, it's it's the relationship we have. Um, you know, we trust each other. We trust to bail each other out when, when one of us maybe is a little off. But I think deep down what we do – best for each other is we try not to overcomplicate things right like like graham says yeah graham's good at that yeah, yeah you don't we don't overthink it. it it's kind of you know see ball snap ball and see ball kick ball mm -hmm. and i think when you get too technical you can kind of handicap yourself so for us it's it's just stay loose keep it simple and just have fun how do you continue to hone and improve? And I see you sometimes on the side, you know, you have the quarterback nets with the targets. You're trying to hit the different targets with your trick shots and stuff like that. How do you continue to hone and, and making sure you're as sharp as you need to be? Yeah, I think the thing playing out here with the Giants and Audis has, has really helped me is, is being able to make in-game adjustments. Um, okay. In MetLife, the wind patterns are different every single game and really from quarter to quarter. And the so, wind will affect your snap. Yeah, especially on punts. And when you get a really windy day, they'll affect field goal snaps. So wow. the biggest thing is just finding your margin of error and, and adjusting on the fly. I, I that's, the, that's the hardest thing to do. And, like, when I'm in the net, it's more or less just, like, I'm dialing in the site. And when we get to the, the right kind of situation and, and uh, circumstances, then we adjust our where the site's dialed in. So, so really – it's just kind of making sure when everything's perfect, it's do, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Casey, good stuff, man. Best luck this year. Thanks so much. Thank you. Giants fans love a winner. It's why they love Citizens. Named a 2022 Best Bank in the U.S. by The Banker. As the official bank of the Giants and sponsor of the Giants Huddle, Citizens is made ready for fans of Big Blue. Learn more at CitizensBank.com. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows, your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? All right, and now we're going to wrap up our special team series here. We talked to Casey, we talked to Jamie, and now we're going to talk to Graham. Graham Gano, Giants place kicker. Graham, how are you, man? Doing well, yeah. Thanks for asking. So how, are, how have you kind of treated this offseason uh, in terms of how much have you kicked? I know you've been here a bit during the spring. You don't kick a whole lot in the spring. I know you kind of save your bullets. As you've gotten older, how have you kind of paced yourself in the offseason to make sure you're ready to go in, in August and September? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a gradual like increase as we approach training camp as far as uh, reps and, and whatnot. Um, I've had some good practices out here with the guys uh, when I've been up here for, for the uh, OTAs. And 
um, yeah, it's more so just lifting and stretching and training like that. And the kicking, you know, it's, it's something, it's kind of like riding a bike at this point. You don't really forget how to do it, but as the season approaches, you fine tune it. And when I've talked to some kickers in the past and they don't even kick until training camp. So really, um, and then you get other guys that just take a few weeks off and start back up. So I, I like to, uh, to let the body rest a little bit because the, the season is long and, and, sure. um, but yeah, I feel pretty good. I know we've talked before and, and you're not one of these like super technical, like, guys in terms of how you do things you kind of try to be more natural with it so how do you make sure that stays sharp if you're doing it less in mm-hmm. the off season i imagine it's easy to get stuff out of whack if you're not constantly repping it right yeah for sure um i mean i feel like that's why i do uh take take a break is to kind of almost forget you know the form the previous form and i mean obviously i'm not going to forget what how to kick and and i've simplified my form enough to where um, you know, early on in my career, I felt like I did more. And so I, I tried to simplify it to where, you know, I, I do less, but, but be able to master that. And, um, I think the biggest thing is just getting stronger in the off season, staying flexible, gaining more flexibility. And then when you start kicking again, seeing how you can make or take those improvements that you've made and make you know, myself a better kicker. And so that's what I try to do. And, um, every, every, uh, season, my form looks a lot, you know, the same as previous seasons, sure. but um, there's things that I'm working, you know, here and there to master and, and become better. There's always, you know, you can always get better. You know, Casey said your group does a really good job of just trying to keep things simple, to your point. Don't mm-hmm. try to overcomplicate it. Keep things simple and things work. Is that is that kind of something you've tried to pass on to, to Jamie and Casey, too, to just to try to keep it going every year? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I feel like, you know, what got us to this point is, uh, you know, what you've done in the past, what you did in college, and and uh, being professionals, you want to try and hone in on on how to make yourself better, and, and in doing that, you're going to make the team better. Uh, so the big thing is uh, just trying to really just keep it simple, and and the more simplified you can make it, the easier it's going to be. Sure. And I think understanding how to to make small corrections. You know, um, I feel like if you look at the things we do, it's, we're we're so detail oriented that um, if something does go wrong, we're we're able to fix it because. You can see exactly by just watching the ball travel what you did wrong. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a a tough job in some ways because you know you can you can be over um, you can overanalyze things, but I think that's why I like doing it the way I do it. Just you know try not to think too much and just go out and and um, kick the ball. I have not done this. I'm sure you have. What's the schedule look like this year from a kicking perspective for you? Any games you've yeah. circled for like, oh, boy, that's going to be a freaking nightmare? Um, you always uh, – well, kind of every game in MetLife is, is one of those. You know, I was, it, I was it, more talking about road games. Yeah, road games. It, it gets pretty windy there. Um, that is one thing that's, uh, that is good about being able to practice up here, you know, in the Meadowlands is, is you deal with conditions every single day. And so when Sundays roll around, it's a lot uh, – a lot easier, I feel like, uh, for us to deal with those situations, just because we're used to that, used to it. But um, you know, you don't want to test Mother Nature too much. But um, don't tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to go week by week. You know, I don't, I don't look too far into the season. Um, just looking forward to week one and and uh, focus on making myself the best I can for that week. Yeah, that's home game against Dallas. I'm doing a quick brush through here. Yeah, you know what? Even you have the Eagles on December 25th. That's going to yep. be cold, so, but um, you have. A dome on December 17th, that's good. And then you have a couple home games to close. Yeah, so there aren't any games where you're just like, oh, we're playing Buffalo yeah. on like, feel January like, uh, 8th. That's going to be a problem. It, it Playing here prepares us well for any situation. You know, used to, 
playing in uh, different places early in my career, it was it was one of those things that you know you you would look at it and be like, oh man, that that one's going to be rough. But um, it is comforting knowing playing here and having the experience here that you kind of look at the schedule and be like, ah, oh, whatever, we'll we'll show up and play in whatever weather and whatever field you put us on. Graham, good stuff, man. Always fun talking to you, brother. Right, I appreciate it. Go Giants. And we thank Graham Gano. He's always fun talking to. Uh, great dude. Reliable kicker. You know, like I talked about with you know the previous two guys and him, he's kind of just a natural. He's not a super technical guy, but he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get ready for the season, and I think you know that's one position the Giants have no worries at all about over the course of this year. Thanks for joining us for the special teams edition of the Giants Auto Podcast. I'm John Schmelk. We will see you next time, everybody.